Hello and welcome to another Ref6 Weekly. I hope you are well. I hope your season well. Um, I'm your host, Hassan, with my co-hosts. I've got John and Rimon. How are you guys doing? Okay. Thanks. Yeah, very good, mate. Good, good. Uh, did you have games this weekend? I had one last night. How did that go? Yeah, it went really well, I think. Uh, the assessor said I did well, so, you know, my coach is there as well, so life's good. Just waiting for uh, for the assessment. That's good. And Rimon, did you have a game this weekend? No, I haven't. Oh, you I have my off, next huh? game in two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Taking a break. Brilliant. So as always, we're going to go through some news and there's one bit of news uh, this week and it's that the Australian Jared Gillett, who is uh, now a Premier League referee, who was a FIFA, uh, FIFA referee in Australia, will be taking his first game uh, in the Premier League um, and it's between Watford and Newcastle. So uh, definitely going to be watching. I'm a Newcastle fan, so I'm definitely going to be <laughs> watching that game anyway, but uh, uh, definitely going to be paying co- close attention to uh, his performance and see how he gets on. So um, I believe it's well, it's been quoted as the first overseas official to ever take a Premier League game. I think that's slightly false because Dermot Gallagher was, was Irish. So <laughs> he is technically the first overseas referee. And so Jared, uh, slightly different, but um, no, good to see him in the Premier League. So, guys, we're going to talk about some of the key incidents from from the this weekend in terms of the Premier League. We've also got one from the uh, English Championship too. So, uh, John, do you want to make a start on the West Ham Man U game? Um, yeah. So, basically, there's quite a lot that went on here. Um, the main one being the, there's a couple of penalty decisions. So, Ronaldo obviously forefront of everything. Um, went down the left-hand side, I think it was, and they looked like the first one, both of them are quite similar in challenges, just looked like they catch uh, Ronaldo late and doesn't look really like they've played the ball. VAR didn't get involved. Um, so I just wanted to see, I personally think both of them are penalties. Mm-hmm. I think um, there's an argument for one where Ronaldo doesn't look like he's going to get the ball, but there's, especially the second one, I don't think the players actually played the ball he's only played Ronaldo and I think it's a pen um, so I don't know what you guys think they're almost identical challenges to be fair well let's go to the Man U fan Roman <laughs> are you agreeing well, uh, with John on this side yeah I do I mean uh, we need to look at if there was contact or not and um, with the, the first one was so far there was definitely contact uh, sometimes you say is there enough contact or not I just think this is this is a clear 100% penalty. I mean, <laughs> there's a there's contact, um, and the second one was so my yeah the ball. I don't think Ronaldo will have been able to get the ball afterwards, but Zuma didn't even um, won the ball. He just went for the man. Uh, so I was very frustrated. To be honest, I was very very frustrated because um, I I just didn't understand why. In both of the situations, he didn't give a, a penalty. Mm-hmm. I haven't read any news or seen any news about it. Uh, I don't. I, I've just just listened to other uh, X Men U uh, players and uh, wow. what, who else <laughs> comes on? Uh, yeah, sports news saying that yeah, they didn't understand why there's no penalty. But yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, uh, it didn't obviously affect the result because Manu ended up winning 2-1. Um, there was a penalty late on that was given for a handball uh, against Shaw, which was a pretty blatant penalty in my my eyes. The the arms were out of the body uh, outside that yeah. silhouette, unnatural position. So that was a, a good decision. But the interesting one there, Hassan, there's the, I don't know if you've seen it, but I know Rimmel will, the Aaron Wan-Bissaka challenge mm-hmm. where yeah. the incident comes in. I think it's Suchek gets the ball and Wan-Bissaka wipes him out and Martin Atkinson gives a foul the other way and um, I personally everyone thinks it's an offside Okay. Um, I listened to Dermot Gallagher speak about it and they said it was a foul on Wan-Bissaka first apparently but in my opinion there's no foul there and it's a a penalty Um, so I don't understand why VAR didn't get involved there because in my opinion it's clear and obvious it's an error and it's a it's a penalty he's not played the ball he's only ever played the man um and it's for me a penalty in a yellow card mm-hmm. interesting Roman the same as well or no because it's not again no no, gonna give no, no no i have to be neutral i would say maybe if i was sleeping at that moment i don't know everything <laughs> was down to be i don't know um i thought like the others i thought that was offside um because definitely no free kick to Van Bissaka, definitely no free kick. Mm. And if there's no offside, no free kick, a penalty, yeah. yeah I agree. And with the Luke Shaw one, uh, the same, definitely mm. penalty. Uh, yeah. So we we only had one penalty in the game, so it sounds like from all of us, it sounds like there should have been four. Four, yeah. Uh, <laughs> four games. Yeah, crazy, crazy. Cool. Well, the one I, I watched a little bit more detailed was the Brighton-Leicester game. Um and there was a few, three decisions from this game, right, that, that occurred and that we're going to talk about. So the first one was a penalty that was given by Stuart Atwell for a handball by Vestergaard, um, which looked clear clear to me that it was a handball. But then on watching the replay, it looks like potentially that Mope has actually fouled Vestergaard in the process of you know him ham- hand handling the ball so do you guys think this one should have been dis- disallowed the penalty yes <laughs> I I think I think if you're going on a handball there's you know we speak about it and the new law is if your hands in an unnatural position which it was it, there's no reason for it to realistically be up there especially if he's winning it with his head and he's what six foot six anyways but tall um but I think that Morpe has grabbed his other arm and pulled it like a bell ringer. And I think that's, you know, stopped Vestergaard winning it properly and or haven't been a, been a fair fight. Obviously, Morpe is five foot seven and Vestergaard is six foot. So it's one hell of a jump for Morpe. Uh, but I do think it's a foul in the build up. Um, for So I think it should be a Leicester free kick rather than a Brighton pen. Cool. Yeah, I, I totally agree there. I mean, I if you see the replay, Mope have uh, uh, arm and pulls him down, pulls him down. So I, I also didn't understand why they didn't look into it. I mean, um, yeah, there was a handball. Uh, so I agree with John there. I say free kick to Leicester, uh, no pen. Sure, no, brilliant, and then. Later on in the game, Leicester had the ball in the back of the net twice. And I've got to say, I think great um, officiating by the assistant here because both of the goals were chalked off for offside where the player both times was Harvey Barnes was impeding the, the line of sight of the goalkeeper when the shot was played. 
Um, did you think both were fair or did you think for sure the first one, you could see the goalkeeper um, claiming for the interference, but on the second one, it didn't seem that like the uh, goalkeeper did. So does a, does the goalkeeper or a defender who's being blocked off if they're on the goal line need to actually appeal for it? To, yeah. For you to for you as the assistant referee to think, oh, okay, well, he was in an offside position. If the appeal is happening, then he must have interfered. Or if he's in an offside position and you're, you believe he could have interfered, even if there's no appeal, do you give the flag? So something to talk about there. But John, what did you think about the decisions as a whole, the, these offside decisions? I think they're great. I think they're hard to spot. And I also think it makes it easier on the Premier League to give them because... Obviously, you're conned up and you're like, uh, Harvey Barnes is offside. I'm going to disallow the goal. So you can put the flag up. And there's instantly that communication between the referee and the assistant. So there's no real confusion straight away. You can tell the players we're checking mm -hmm. if he was interfering or not. Um, whereas when we bring that to our games, Lionel is going to put his flag up and I'm going to have to run over. And everyone's a bit like, what the hell's going on? So um, in terms of that, it looks great. And everything. I think the first one is definite. I think, and the second one I think is a little bit harder to give. But the only thing that sells it for me is Harvey Barnes like tries to put his head on the ball, yeah. and that could obviously affect what Rob Sanchez was moving towards. Mm -hmm. um, so if that's the reason that they gave it, then I've got no no issues with it. Cool. Yeah, uh, I think it's, it's a bit tricky, right? Because. Um, you have to be, be very, very quick when you take these decisions if there's all upside or not. And, and well, the, as you said, the goalkeeper's reaction, that definitely helps. So on the first one, yeah, definitely he was on offside there because Harry Bunch was blocking his view. Um, but the second one, because it was a goal, they had to look it through, right? And uh, this is where our... Uh, is a good thing here because we know, but I don't think anyone saw it as an offside, probably. So, uh, yeah, right to the decision. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. I mean, what I mean is, uh, I don't know if um, we should just have, should just be a goal because the referee didn't see it. There was no reaction from the players. It's only because the VAR saw it. Um, I know. No, the, the assistant. The assistant referee gave both of them. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I didn't look at the assistant referee, but yeah. but I just saw that no reaction from the players, and I was thinking, yeah. okay. Well, no, it's interesting, saw... and I think John makes a good point around um, the communication, right? Because the assistant referee would have said Harvey Bonds offside. I can raise the flag here, and he would have got um, some feedback from the referee to say, yeah, I want the flag now, right? Whereas at our level, where we don't have communication kits, it's different. And I've actually had this twice in the last two games. Um, that I've been an assistant on where there were two, there were goals scored where I believed a player was interfering with the goalkeeper's line of sight. But because there was no appeal, I decided not to put my flag up because if there was no appeal from the players, why am I going to surprise anyone by putting my flag up to say the player's offside? Because unless the goalkeeper or the defender on the line, etc., is claiming that they've been interfered with, then I'm not going to go and surprise anyone. So that was my take on that day. And I'm pretty happy with, with how I how I dealt with those situations. I think it would have been a lot worse if I tried to put my flag up for offside and disallow the goal. Um, but yeah, no, um, 
good good uh, good ones in in this example. Um, John, do you want to talk through the Man City one? Um, yeah, so um, Southampton went on a quick break and played one two around the Man City defence, and Adam Armstrong, I believe it was, went into the penalty box, and Cole Walker's come in from behind and been sent or been sent off for I'm assuming a not genuine attempt to play the ball um, in the penalty area, mm-hmm. and. Uh, John Moss went over to the screen and overturned both the penalty and the red card. And I think it ended up giving a drop ball to Edison. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think it should have been a pen and a yellow. So I thought it was a penalty as soon as I saw it. Um, and and actually, I thought it was probably a red card because I thought it was an upper body offence. But then as you watch the replay, you can see Carl Walker's actually trying to win the ball and therefore it should be a yellow. And I think that's why VAR has come across and said, actually, we think you should review it. Um, Ramon, what are your thoughts? Did you think it was a penalty or because it's Man City? Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's not Liverpool, right? No, I was just thinking when I saw the situation, I was thinking about the Liverpool game with the Elliot uh, who... who... Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a strike. I, I don't remember the name of the other player. Yeah. Uh, I was just thinking if he was he had broken a leg or something there, what would the situation be? Because mm-hmm. I was thinking it was somehow the same falls um, uh, we had it on the podca- podcast last time. Uh, I also think somehow it was the same falls. Um, if we had to compare these two, one broke his leg, the other didn't. Maybe. Maybe it wasn't the same situation, but it looked like mm-hmm. it. Um, so if I had to look at the Liverpool game uh, and compare it, I would say uh, red card, yeah. Um, uh, but he didn't break a leg, Armstrong. So nothing there. Fair I don't enough. know if this is how we're going to see it or not, but I'm just going to com- compare these two situations because I, in my opinion, uh, I, I didn't think it was a red card. I think uh, the difference was is that... Um, Harvey Elliott's tackle got sent off for serious foul play, didn't he? Mm-hmm. And this would have been, I'm assuming, a dog zone. Yeah. So that that would be the only real difference, as he denied an obvious goal scoring opportunity. Yeah. Cool. So we think overall penalty was the right call, but actually it should have been a yellow because he's made a genuine attempt to play the ball. Yeah, I think that's so. Um, moving on to the Wolves game. Wolves played Brentford. Brentford are in a great form, uh, having come up from the championship. Uh, they were awarded a, uh, a penalty in the first half. And actually, um, Darren England's done really well to spot this, that it was a holding offence in the box from a corner. And nine times out of ten, actually, these kind of get missed or, or, or kind of don't get acted upon. And um, he's seen the foul on, I think it was Ivan Tony who was fouled um, by one of the Wolves defenders, like basically just holding him and rugby tackling him to the ground. It was a great decision. Um, and in the build-up to the penalty being taken, the goalkeeper's actually standing on the penalty spot and scuffing up the penalty mark, right? Um so has this ever happened to you guys? And like, how do you deal with that? Like, do you do you try and get there before the goalkeeping get there? Or how how do you make sure you're aware of those types of things? And has it ever happened? Go on, Raymond. Well, no, it never happened. Uh, uh, I mean, 
if it's a penalty, you will always be close to the to the penalty area, right? Uh, so uh, it's a weird situation for me. I, I didn't. See, I mean, there's camera everywhere, right? So mm-hmm. I didn't. I don't know what I was thinking, but uh, yeah, it never never yeah. happened for me. But it's funny. It's funny. It's happened in <laughs> in real life. Uh, I don't know if it's happened uh, other games, but uh, no. I yeah. can relate to it. And John, easy yellow card for the for the goalkeeper? Yeah, it's in the laws of the game that you can't tamper with the lines or the pitch. And it's a form of cheating, isn't it? He's trying to displace the penalty mark so that Ivan Tony sends it into the stands rather than into the back of the net. Um, I think it happened a couple of years ago. I don't know if anyone remembers in the Bundesliga where a player did it to a player. Or the goalkeeper did it, like span around. And then the club on Twitter sent an invoice to the other club um, mm-hmm. because obviously the groundsman's pretty hacked off. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. But I can't, it's one of those ones that's really difficult to spot on a part pitch. If you've got a very, say, contentious penalty decision yeah. and you know, you've got nine or 10 players around you, then how is realistically the penalty spot the, the, the first thing you're looking for if the keeper's there digging it up? Probably not. Mm-hmm. And you don't really expect it at our level. You don't really expect it in the Premier League, but it was spotted and it was a good, good yellow card. And now we get on to our final one of the week. Um, it was probably actually, for me, the biggest talking point from the weekend. It came in the championship between Luton and Swansea. Um, and basically, uh, just to describe, uh, I can't remember who plays for who. Is it Swansea... Swansea Henry Lansbury, day, I think. yeah, is it Lansbury was playing in red or orange? Okay, so we'll, we'll, we'll describe it as white and red because I can't remember who which team was which. But basically, the white team, uh, there was a foul um, or there was a free kick for the red team. Um, and as the red player was going to take the free kick, the white player slightly like toe-poked the ball away. And it was exactly at the same time as the red player was attempting to kick the ball and kicked uh, through with some quite considerable force onto the white player and uh, the white player is down on the floor, uh, obviously hurt from, from that tackle. This was a unique one in my eyes. I don't think I've seen anything quite like this before. Um, And the referee decided to give uh, two yellows, one for, um, the uh, white player for uh, delaying the restart of play and one for the red player, obviously for some form of like adopting aggressive attitude or something like that. Um, But it definitely went around and there's a lot of different opinions. Um, And really the only opinion is, is, is there a red card for the kick? Is it violent? Um, and it's really on a knife edge for me, but I'm keen to hear you, you, your guys' thoughts, and I'll explain mine afterwards. So, Rimon, this is a English Championship game. What are your thoughts? Well, um, well, when I first saw it, when he kicked him, I thought, yeah, definitely red card. But again, I have to, I have to see it from the referee's point of view, and 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 both of them were start. Well, the white team was starting it by going over to the ball and and delaying the start and. Uh, and players get frustrated, right? And referees knows that. So he kicked him. Yeah, in my opinion, it's a red card. But when looking at the whole situation, I think the referee did a good thing by giving two yellows. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, we see many situations where they pushing each other because uh, something happened. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's on the edge. I want I want to say red, but uh, I still want to say uh, it's okay. It's well handled by the referee. Give us move on. I haven't seen the rest of the game, mm-hmm. so I can't say uh, yeah, this. I mean, this is the fourth or fifth time something happened. Uh, so. Just by looking at the situation, the whole situation, uh, or say, yeah, well played, well, we're refereed. So, John, on, John, I feel like John's going to uh, complete. Yeah, um, we agreed a lot on this part. Yeah, I think it's time we disagree. Yeah, <laughs> um, I think it comes back to what Rimmel was saying. We spoke about last week where a player should have got two yellow cards and only got one. He ended up Thank looking. Ganga. Was it the Zaha? Was it Zaha game? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think that situation, that's fair enough. I think this one is a yellow card to the Swansea player for kicking the ball away and delaying the restart. There's no reason for him to be there. Mm-hmm. The referee's probably said, step away from the ball. And I think it's a red card for the Luton player because he's tried to kick him into space. And um, I think that's the way to deal with it. I think it's violent conduct. He's not even attempted. He, like, for example, that Luton player knows exactly what this white player is about to do. Um, he's a, he knows he's about to kick it away, so there is no way in, on earth he can say, I went to kick the ball, knowing, as a footballer, I, I know that's a lot of assumptions, but his reaction and the way he kicked wasn't anywhere near where the ball was going or anywhere near where the ball was. It was straight for that guy's ankles. Does and it? I think it's I think it's violent conduct, and I think it's yeah. a guard, and but I think you still... Yeah, it, it will suck to sell and you're yeah. going to have a lot of unhappy human beings. But at the end of the day, I think if he goes around and goes, look, I'll book him for exactly being in the wrong and his is only a yellow card for being in the wrong. Yours, however, is a red because you've booted him up in the air. And so I think... I don't think... So interesting, because I don't think you can 100% say that Henry Lansbury has gone to... It's so hard, like... Because you can kind of see that he's going to kick the ball. And and so you, oh, I think it's so tricky. I, can't, I, I, think it, I think you could sell both of these. I think my gut feel when I first saw it was red, that was a really zoomed in angle. And then when you look at wider and you look at the whole picture, you can say, okay, well, this is like literally split seconds. Yep. He literally touches the ball and then it's bang. So for me, I think you can say he's going to kick the ball. Um, and therefore that gives me an element of doubt for it to be violent. Because this yeah. isn't serious foul play. The ball's out of play. There's a stoppage. So you've got to, you've got to determine is this violent conduct or not. And to me, there's enough doubt on the table to say, well, actually he was trying to kick the ball. And this guy got in got in the way accident. It was such a split second. So that's my opinion. I think the yellow card but, was correct, even though I does... think there's too much force for it to be like, oh, I was just kicking it up the yeah. thing. Like he has leathered this thing. And yeah. when do you ever realistically, unless the ball is coming in and he's trying to hoof it out, like it's their free kick, they'll the chances are they'll want to retain possession, Luton. And so um, so I've not seen Henry Lansbury's career, right? But I do know that when he's played Newcastle for Nottingham Forest in the past, he can be a bit of a hothead. So does that ever come in? Can that ever come into play when you're refereeing 
your history or your knowledge of the players or should you be trying to like for example if that was joey barton right yeah you're probably thinking he's done that on purpose but should that ever come into your mind right if if the evidence isn't there to say oh i think he's he's done it on purpose or not then you, you know what i mean should you ever take into account the player's history or their brand in in that aspect is that something you do john or is it important? no i try and go into every game with a clean slate i tell all the players like you know sometimes you get oh ref you were rubbish last week and i was like well that was last week this is this week you know we're a clean slate this week you know you annoyed me last week i annoyed you last week you know we'll go for a clean slate everyone's got a fresh start um because uh, otherwise you're going in there yeah. going i'm booking you i'm booking you and i'm booking you i might as well write your names down now um, and then you already know that it, they're going to do the littlest thing and you're going to do them for it anyway. Yeah. And I, it's just unfair, really. Um, so I, don't, I try and clean slate it every time. No, awesome. Well, that was it. Uh, I'm really keen to hear what everyone else thinks, if that was a red or a yellow in your eyes. I feel like a lot of people will go red, uh, for sure. Um, but yeah i'm on the fence so let us know let us know what card you're giving and how strong you feel about it uh, is it a definite red is it a maybe red is it a definite yellow let us know um thanks for listening please subscribe if you haven't already checked us out on youtube we've been doing match day vlogs so definitely check those out people are really enjoying them i go through my observations john watches his games back and talks you through decisions he's making so uh they are a great watch even if we do say ourselves. <laughs> um, John and Rimon, thank you for your time and uh, we'll see you next week.